Hey, hey, y'all. If you want to head to our website to check out all the different things Pizzazz offers, then just head to pizzazzart.com. That's P-Z-A-Z-Z-A-R-T.com. You will see our online memberships. We've got kids club memberships, our lettering club membership, our one project a month membership. We call that paint and praise. You will see some freebies that we've got there for you. And you'll see our local classes if you're local. So head to the website, check it out, pizzazzart.com, P-Z-A-Z-Z-A-R-T.com. Hey, hey y'all, this is Tacey Hope with the Here's Hope podcast, and I am excited to be coming at you today talking about, once again, one of the things that we love talking about, and that is hearing God speak, but not just hearing God speak. So, you know, we like to talk about, you know, how to hear God. Uh, A few weeks ago, we talked about what if we are not hearing Him clear, what we can do then, but then sometimes we do hear Him, and we are like, oh, heck no god that is crazy whatever that thing that you think that you're hearing him say you're like nah that's crazy you start to even doubt is this even from god because this sounds crazy this sounds not smart this sounds dangerous doesn't even make total sense and because i don't know how this is going to end up this is just crazy have you ever been there (laughs) i have for sure let me just tell you a little example Whenever I felt the Lord pulling me to start pizzazz, it actually started a little bit before that. So for a little backstory, I had gone to college for elementary education. My mom was a teacher. So I grew up spending my summers with her, getting her room ready, using the die cuts for bulletin boards, helping her decorate her door and her all the things. She, by the way, had the cutest doors. Like, I mean, a little side note, but they were so cute. It's like at Christmas time, it felt like you were walking into a giant gingerbread house. Like as you came into the classroom, other times of the years, it might've been like a giant circus tent that you were walking into. Lots of cute stuff. But anyway, I digress. I had watched what she did and I loved it. And when I was a senior in high school, I even, I got early release from school to kind of come job shadow her because I started kind of getting that that feeling like, okay, this might be what I do. So I spent that time about half a year uh, job shadowing her, letting out of school early, job shadowing her. I went off to college and my major was elementary education. So I spent those four years learning all there was to learn about how to teach kids well. I did my internship, which that was not so good, but (laughs) that's a whole other story. You might've heard that before, but I did my internship, got my first job in Auburn, then came home to my hometown uh, to teach once I got married. I taught first grade to begin with and I liked it, but it was really hard. I didn't love it. I wouldn't say I love first grade. It was way harder than I ever thought. But then I got swapped to second grade and I felt like I had found my place. I love second grade. The kids, they were a little bit older, so they could do a little bit more. They were still super sweet. They would come in with smiles and hugs and I could just compliment them and see how their whole face would light up. I love being able to do that, to encourage them and to tell them good things I saw in them and to just see their confidence rise. I loved being able to use my creativity as well, whether it was teaching them an art lesson, because I did love teaching art even in the classroom, 
or planning a fun play or even just being creative and how I taught the science lesson, I really felt like I was using a lot of my giftings and I loved it. But then I got pregnant and something started shifting in me. Actually, it started before I was pregnant. And I didn't realize that until uh, recently. I was thinking it was when I was pregnant. But when I looked back into some old journals, I realized it started kind of stirring a little bit before that. But I got pregnant and something just started shifting inside or a little bit before. I felt the Lord stirring. And I would hear these little small inaudible things like, have something else for you. And I started to feel this pull inside of me. Like the Lord was telling me that I needed to stay home with my kids. Now, I didn't have any kids and I've never really planned on being a stay-at-home mom. So this sounded crazy to me. Like, there is no way this is actually from the Lord. I thought, is this my own brain? This can't be really God because it doesn't make sense. Why would God be telling me to step away from something that I loved, something that I had trained for for years, something that was helping others? I mean, I was inspiring and encouraging kids every single day in that classroom. And I just thought, you want me to step away from that just to take care of a baby? Like something just seems off with this, God. Not to mention that uh, I was, as I'm talking to God, I'm like, oh, God, my husband is a police officer, and last time I checked, he doesn't make enough money for me to be staying home and not bringing in a paycheck. This all just does not sound like it could be from God. It sounds crazy. It sounds unwise, not smart, irresponsible, and downright crazy, God. And when you look at that from the world standards, it is crazy, no doubt. Money had been spent on my college degree. Time had been spent on my training. I had gotten tenure, so that's a good place to be as a teacher. I had great insurance. I had a great retirement plan. Well, it's what God prompt me to do something so crazy. Well, let's pause right here and let's look at God's track record of some other crazy stuff he's asked of people in scripture. Yo, Noah, build a boat. Yeah, I know it's never rained before. You don't even know what a boat is, how it's going to work or what it's going to look like. But trust me. Crazy. Check. (laughs) Crazy. Uh, Mary, I know you're a virgin, but I'm growing a baby inside of you. Trust me on this. Crazy. Hey, Abraham and Sarah, I know you're like 99, 100, but I'm going to give you a son. Say what? Yep. Crazy. (laughs) Do you see the pattern? There are often these times, both in biblical times and now, that God asks us or prompts us to start something or He leads us in a direction that to the world, and maybe to you too, you're like, uh, this seems crazy. But what do we do? What do we do? What do we do when we feel that he is leading us towards this? He's prompting us to do it, pulling us to it, but it just feels crazy. Well, y'all, this is a lot simpler said than done, but... We just have to trust him. I know, I know. Easier said than done. Easier said than done. But we just have to trust him. If we knew exactly how everything was going to turn out, then taking that first crazy step of obedience, that would not be a step of faith. And God is very clear that faith, believing even when we don't see, that's a pretty big deal to him. Pretty big deal. Let's look. Hebrews eleven six 6 says, And without faith, it is impossible to please him. 
For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Hebrews 11, 1. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Those are just three verses out of a big old Bible that talk about how important it is to have faith. And faith is not knowing how everything's going to turn out. But faith is trusting God one step at a time. Another crazy thing that God did was um, when he asked Joshua to lead the people across the Jordan River when the Jordan River was flowing pretty heavy. Now, what has always been so interesting to me about this story and a big takeaway, I think, for all of us is that the water did not part, okay? The miracle did not happen. God's provision didn't show up until those priests took the first step into the water, okay? This is in Joshua. As they were walking, or I'm sorry, as they were taking that first crazy step into the water, it was still flowing. Like as I picked their foot up and was about to step into it, it didn't look like God was doing anything. Everything looked the same, but they were still taking that first step of faith. They hadn't seen God work yet. But after that step of faith into the water in Joshua 3, 15, it says the waters coming down from above stood and rose up in a heap very far away and the people passed over on dry land. They had to trust first. They had to take action first. And then they saw God at work. So what does that mean for you today? What are some takeaways that we can reflect on or do if God is calling you to do something that seems crazy? Number one, understand he's very likely not going to part those waters until you take some action, some steps in faith. So what is that one first step in faith that you can take? Think about it. Maybe put it in your notes. Put it somewhere that's not just in your head. What is that first action step that you can take in faith towards what you think that the Lord is prompting you to do? Towards that crazy thing that don't make any sense to anybody else. Number two, accept the fact that you can take that first step even and especially when you don't know what step two, three, and four is going to be like because he will show you that in time. He will show you that in time. Number three, Start taking notes of how God is showing up once you take that first step of faith. Because no doubt, he's going to do some cool stuff. He is just waiting on you to trust him, even when it feels crazy. So start taking notes, journaling. It is so cool to look back into um, to prayer journals and different things and see what I was praying for, the big scary steps that I took. And, and even though I didn't know steps two, three, and four. It's so cool to look back on now and see what God did. So I do encourage you to to record that some way, somehow. Just start noticing what God is doing as you're taking action steps. And um, and that just grows your faith. Once you once you start noticing God's movement and his working, it really grows your faith. You know, going back to when I felt God calling me to be a stay at home or to stay home with my baby. In that moment, that was all I could hear him saying. That's the only first step that I heard was that I was supposed to stay home. Again, it felt crazy. It felt irresponsible. Although I did not, I did want to stay with my little girl, but I could not see a path for how it was going to work out. But once I took the first step of faith 
and simply said, okay, God, this is what I'm going to do. What happened next was very cool because after that first step of submitting to, okay, God, this is what I'm going to do. Sounds crazy, but I'm going to do it. Then he started planting ideas and dreams into my mind of how I could be obedient to him and have some income. You see, I was thinking that it was either or. If I obey God, I'm going to have to be okay with eating ramen noodles, I thought. I'm not going to have any money. Like, I even wrote that in my journal. <laughs> like, we're going to be eating ramen noodles. I had gotten through a place, y'all, where, like, I was on board with that. Like, that is my thought process was if I obey God, I will be eating ramen noodles and we will be broke. Okay. So, like, I had accepted that as fact. Even though that is not what God ever told me, all he said was to obey him and stay at home. But my mind went to, well, it's going to be impossible. I will do it, God. Uh, but I had I had positioned my mind to where I was thinking, okay, I'll be eating ramen noodles. It'll be all right. God can sustain me. And so even in my journal, that's what I wrote. I'm okay with eating ramen noodles. And I was. I was going to be obedient, even if it meant I was going to be broke. But in God's goodness, he started giving me these ideas of how to combine my gifts of teaching and encouraging and doing art. He started showing me how I could stay home with my baby. That was the obedience and teach for a couple of hours in the afternoon for some income. He started opening doors at answering prayers in so many cool ways. And that was the start of pizzazz. What has now been my business, my career, part of my life's work for the past 16 and a half years that started by saying yes to something that seemed crazy. I didn't say yes to starting pizzazz immediately. My first yes was just staying home with my child. And do you see how he didn't start showing me the next steps until I was obedient in the first, until I had, had got my mindset to like, to knowing that as crazy as it sounded, that he would provide. Once I submitted to that, he started planting ideas into my head, how I could be obedient and have impact and use my gifts and have an income. So what are you going to say yes to today? What step of faith are you going to step out on today? I would love for you to let me know because I think there is power in being accountable for things like this. So I'm going to give you my text number. This is, um, I would love for you just to text me just for accountability and tell me what you are saying yes to. Okay, so one 334 249-1818. I want to hear from you and hear where God is leading you and what step of faith you are taking. I hope y'all enjoyed that podcast. Y'all be sure to go like, subscribe this, leave a review, let us know how you're liking it. We like that feedback. And if you want to follow us on other social platforms on Instagram, it's Pizzazz Art Studio. Same for Facebook and Pizzazz is P-Z-A-Z-Z. Pizzazz Art Studio. Go check us out and see what all we have to offer over there. 